everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Jules. Hey, we're yeah. talking Romy and Michelle's high school reunion from 1997. Can I just say straight up um, that this is one of my favorite movies from childhood? This is so awesome. Because I haven't seen this movie in so long. So I'm I'm so glad to close out the year with uh with this <laughs> it's so silly it's so silly it's so heartwarming um a, a, so many feel-good moments um so I, I have nothing bad to say about this movie no it's really really good i i wonder how many people have seen it you I know we'll, we'll find out <laughs> I, feel like I have asked like a lot of people just like not like oh my god have you seen this movie but like it just throughout my lifetime like I've asked quite a few people and a lot of people haven't and I don't know why because it was such like a maybe it's you know just like the people that I'm asking but um like to me this was such like a monumental uh 90s film it is it's like if Cher Horowitz grew up (laughs) like but she didn't have like rich parents and you know, she she had to, like, make up a reason to, like, go back to high school. But, like, that kind of, like, ditzy kind of fun. Yeah. With, like, exactly. awesome outfits. <laughs> Super oh my God, awesome. outfits. But Cher, actually, a lot of people think she's ditzy, but I actually give Cher Horowitz more, more of, like, a philosophical credit. She's pretty intelligent. She just doesn't, like, show it the same way that everyone else does. I love yeah, that's Cher. that's true. She has those moments where you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, like, <laughs> she's really selfless. She's always, like, looking for her friends to be happy, you know? She doesn't really think about herself as much in that way. But then she's amazing, vain, like, fashion sense, too. Like, it's just so funny. Okay, I want to start with Lisa Kudrow. Yeah. I, um, so, she's a little so- fun fact about me. I, um... I grew up with friends on the TV, but I am not a fan. I don't really like it. Um, If someone else wants to watch it, that's their prerogative. I will respect it, but I don't like it. Um, I'm in in that boat. I love Lisa Kudrow in Romeo and Michelle. Yeah. And she almost kind of plays like a typecast like of Phoebe um, in this movie. But I I feel like... um, you know, even though she's super ditzy, like she she has a good heart and she really cares about Romy, and uh, and I also like that she doesn't think too hard about her past in high school. Like I feel like if Romy hadn't said anything about, um, you know, their high school experience not being the best, she wouldn't have noticed. She wouldn't have cared, and she yeah. would have, you know, kept it to you know her own reality. But um, Lisa Kudrow like really shines in this movie. She's my favorite. <laughs> Yeah, she's super cool. I also I also just love like Mira Sorvino's weird accent. Like yeah, Romy. What is that? <laughs> it's like this weird it's like a weird uh Valley Girl accent, but they're from like Tucson. <laughs> so I don't know if she spoke like that. It, it sounded like she spoke like that even in high school in the flashbacks. Yeah. I was like, why does it sound like they're in the valley? But then they go to to LA, like, okay, they're in Arizona. It's just so everything she says is just really funny, I think, just by default. Um, because it just yeah. sounds like so 90s Valley Girl. <laughs> I love it. I love that they're like coordination and they're like their outfits, and and they're like, I don't know, they're like a really funny comedy team. But yeah, the two of them together, I do feel like their their fashion is part of their humor, the like physical oh, humor. Totally. 
Yeah, totally. But it's so great. Like one of my favorite um like moments, like fashion moments is like when they're at the uh at the gym and they're wearing like the heels and I the know. like little exercise outfits. <laughs> I know, and then when she goes back into the locker room, she like has another has her like really coordinated outfit in the locker. So I was like, so this is her like gym outfit. <laughs> Like, that's not just, like, her street clothes that she's wearing. She, like, is going to put on her actual street outfit, like, in there. I was like, oh, my God, those are her gym clothes. I was like, if only. Why are you guys worried? I'd be like, I'm wearing all – if I look like that, I'd wear it, like, all the time. When Romy, uh, like, waves herself at the gym, uh, she's like, I, like, gained weight. And then uh, she's like, did you subtract 16 pounds for your shoes? I know. They're so big. They're like so massive. <laughs> so funny. I also uh also uh honorable mention to Justin Thoreau, who is the cowboy. Oh who, my god. Like, who's always like, you know who uh what Heather, Janine Garofalo, who who I love Janine Garofalo. She's like this life-size like Daria, like come to life in almost everything she does. And I just love it. I love that that's her vibe and she's kind of always like that. She's so great in reality bites too. She's like so, my favorite character. When I was like a kid and I watched Rovi and Michelle, when I saw her play Heather Mooney, I wanted to be her. I was <laughs> She's like, so cool. I was, yeah, I everything about her, I was like, that's who I'm gonna be in high school. And look, I manifested it. <laughs> yeah, right. She gets like the hottest dude at the end. Like literally, <laughs> I I love Justin Thoreau. What I'll forgive the, the Aniston phase, but I love Justin Thoreau. But what a know- sweet guy you know like i love i love the moment where heather um you know is like talking to him at the reunion and uh you know he asks if he can you know get his yearbook signed by her and she is so happy to find out that she made someone's life a living hell in high school because she thought she was the only one and i was like Oh, so sweet. Cat was it or uh Cameron Manning from like Ally McBeal? That's who Toby is. She was like really, really big in the nineties. That Wait, actor. she was in Ally McBeal? I think she was. No, not Ally McBeal. The practice. It was a show about lawyers. It might have been oh, the practice. Right. Might have been the practice. But she was in the show and she was like everywhere. Cameron Manning went went like at this time in the nineties. And Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming, yeah, so good. <laughs> yeah, right, and like Cabaret, and like all these like super crazy outlandish films. Like, not like I think he's done like Rocky Horror. He's done Spy Kids. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, he totally has. What else is in like X Men? Oh yeah, okay, X Men. He's in The Good Wife. I don't watch that. Yeah, he's in like everything though. Alan Cumming's in a lot. I think he has, like, a Tony and, like, you know, like, he he sings, dances. Like, he does it all. He, like, literally does it all. He's really funny. The guy who plays, um, is it Billy? Billy Christensen? Yeah, Billy Christensen. Do you know him from anything? He looks familiar, but I looked him up and I don't really know him from anything. But do you, is, have you ever seen anything with Elsa um, in it? I don't think I have. Um, yeah, his face looks I familiar. think I have, like, IMBD, but, like. Uh, or INDB. Oh my god. Um, I but yeah, I, I looked at this thing. I didn't. I haven't seen anything. I bet he was in like Friends, maybe like an episode. But yeah, I don't yeah, know any of these. 
been in, but his character is like gross. <laughs> so gross. He's, he definitely is almost exactly like how they like kind of like the trope of like the football player in high school. Like he's always like when you see him 10 years later, he's always going to be like an alcoholic and an unhappy marriage, <laughs> like still a dick, like still the same exact way, you know, and, and the nerd's always like the rich one. And like did all made all this money and like was really successful really early. It's so funny. It's like such a trope. I'm gonna say shout out to uh, Jacob Vargas who plays Ramon. Ramon. <laughs> My friend in high school used to always say like like he would just like randomly be like oh Ramon oh Ramon <laughs> like all the time. I love when she's like oh your penis okay get off of me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like what are you doing? Just, you wanted it to be realistic. <laughs> It has to be believable. <laughs> so funny that she works at a Jaguar like service place. And then she's like, hey, stop jerking off and bring up car 263. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like looking around and she's like, come on, hurry up. And then he finally comes there. <laughs> yeah, um, such a fun character. God. Do you have, I have a few behind the scenes notes. I have that. I didn't find a budget for it, but it made $29.2 million, So it did pretty well, nice. which is awesome. I don't have any behind-the-scenes notes, but um, I would like to know more about behind-the-scenes. Um, let's see. This isn't really behind-the-scenes, but 73% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's actually pretty good. Oh, bad. Um, and this was written by Robin Schiff. It's based on a play called Ladies Room, and Lisa Kudrow is in that play. Oh wow! So, so this is kind of like uh, something that they turn into a different, like you know, a full length story. They wanted to have a pilot, and I think ABC had a pilot going. Hold on, I think it was okay. Yeah, a prequel television film actually came on ABC Family in two thousand five, which I have not seen. It's called Romeo and Michelle in the Beginning. So if it's on family, they're probably like maybe high school. I don't know. I should look that up. I kind of want to see that now. Oh, Paula Abdul's in it. Wow. Catherine Heigl is Romy. The girl, you know her? The one from uh, Knocked Up? Yeah, yeah. And Alexandra Breckenridge is Michelle. Um, The only thing I can tell you about Alexandra Breckenridge is, have you seen American Horror Story? Of course. Hey, Murder House. Have you seen Murder House, the first one? Yep. Okay, she is the one who plays the maid with the red hair oh. as a young girl. That's her. <laughs> yeah, so she so she plays Michelle. So I'm actually kind of interested in trying to figure that out. I'm interested, but I'm skeptical. Yeah, it's it's an ABC Family thing, so it's not going to be you know anything nuts. Apparently, there was a pilot that was going to be called Just Temporary, based on Ladies Room. Uh, it was written by Robin Schiff, Lisa Kudrow, and Christy Meller were in the. They were in the play and they were also in the pilot, but it wasn't picked up. But they, it was aired in September of 99. So they were trying to like do something a little extra, but didn't happen. You know, A for effort. Yeah, dude. So good. It uh, opened number two at the box office when it did come out. Wow. So that's pretty, yeah, for 97, that's pretty good. Because I guess back in the olden days, for all those people there who don't remember... Uh, at least around in my time in the the nineties, like movie theaters were like the big deal. I mean that and like the what do you call it, like blockbusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I remember yeah. like that was like going to the movies was the activity, and yeah. then like if you had your friends over, you go to blockbuster mm-hmm. or a sleepover. 
it was super cool. And now it's like, I can't believe there are going to be people that are born in this era where like things are just at home, like massive libraries of, of movies and, and things to watch are just like, what, just a click away, you know, when like you just remember when it wasn't and you had to physically have it. I had a moment where like I saw this like video of a baby on Instagram and it terrified me because I was like, I have no idea what this generation of humans will be like when they're grown up. The ones that are <laughs> born in out. 2020, like born during a pandemic and they like won't remember it, but they'll like just hear about like the year they were born was fucking nuts. It'll be the quarantine babies. Yeah, yeah. they're they're gonna be uh you know, they'll either save us or ruin us. They'll be like the Grimes baby. <laughs> I don't that I'm I want I want a documentary made of this entire child's life growing up with Grimes and Elon Musk. And I need a biopic in like 20 years. I swear but to God, I still don't think it's a real baby. I, I want more. I need a documentary show. I need like a Keeping up with the Grimes baby, <laughs> like the Kardashians. Keeping up with the XAB12. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, don't you want to know, like, what's the first word going to be? Is it going to be some weird, like, made-up language? Or, or do they speak a weird made-up language? Like, what's going on in that house? So, I have a theory. I think they named that baby that name to keep his identity secret. Oh, possibly. <laughs> And I also don't think it's a real baby. You think it's an AI baby? (laughs) There's going to be an album and like a big project. I just like, yeah. I just like, I don't know why. I just don't think it's a real baby. I think it's AI and I think they're doing it for publicity. (laughs) That's so crazy. That's why why this needs to be like a, a Truman Show situation. We need to like have this all documented. Like... I want I want to know what's going on. Like I really want to know what's going on. It's so the weird. The world needs to know. That's uh that's all I have for behind the scenes. I mean, no drama or anything. I'm assuming I couldn't find that much on it. But I mean, it's dope. The only thing I haven't we'll move on to fashion, but the only thing I forgot to write down was a costume director. Unless you did. So good. Did you write it down? Uh, the costume director? No, I should have. Okay, no, I know. I was about to. Oh, it's Mona May. Shut up. She did Clueless. No wonder. No oh. fucking wonder. I was going to say, it looks so much like Clueless. Ah, Mona May. Oh, she's so awesome. <laughs> so awesome. So for fashion, I just, so, okay, I'll keep. Yeah, what are I'll your standouts? For last. Um, but, uh. The first that I want to start with are the outfits that they're wearing in the car on the way to Tucson. Yeah. Their sunglasses and um, Lisa Kudrow's like bonnet scarf. Yeah. I think that's so cute. <laughs> I love the one that uh, Romy has on. It has little lipsticks on it. Yes. It's like, like white. It's really cool. Yeah, that one's really cute. Um, another standout moment is um, the Madonna dresses. I know, I down. I love the Madonna. I love when she swings her fake ponytail. <laughs> like, it's so funny. <laughs> so funny. So, so funny. Um, yeah, the, uh, yeah, the exercise outfits with the, the little anchor on Lisa's. Yeah. Super cute. Um, 
I also kind of want to give their high school the moment where like they stick the uh, the magnets on her back brace. Oh yeah, those outfits are cute. The eighties ones, the like frumpy eighties, yeah. are supposed to be kind of like frumpy eighties. Yeah, it's like frumpy eighties, but you know, I think they were just they just weren't accepted, and by today's standards, they would be super hipster chic. Oh, totally. And also, major shout out to the executive realness uh, high school reunion, like bitchy, like funeral uh, executive kind of situation they had wearing all black. It wasn't them, but it it was chic, though. It was. the, The hair was great. The hair, yeah, the like weird updo, the updo that Lisa Kudrow had that was like so 90s. Another. Oh, sorry. What were you about to say? No, no, no. I was like, it was so good. Another um, another standout clothing moment. I'm pretty much just going to say every outfit that they wore in the yeah. movie. But uh, when they go clubbing, um, I love um, – Yeah, in the beginning, Romy's wearing this, like, pleather brick red jacket with, like, this, like, black ensemble. And then Michelle has this, like, super floofy blue jacket blue, with, like, feathers. Yeah. It's just so over the top, um, but I wish I had both of those outfits. <laughs> it's so cool. I also love the outfit that um, Michelle has on when she goes to get the job at Versace. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. And then when she tells that woman, like, "Okay, oh, yeah, you look great," and then she tells the guy, like, "Oh yeah, like I can I can tell people they look really great when they look like you know." Uh. And then <laughs> they like heard her, and she's like, "I think she heard me." Yeah, the woman just looks so like angry and embarrassed. <laughs> so funny. I was like, oh my god. I just I I love those Madonna ones were so good. The Madonna ones are so great. And I just had to leave the best for last. The the pink and blue dresses, like oh so I, I love them. I love the like little choker necklace. Yeah. And like the like feather lining at the bottom. Like those dresses are iconic. I wish I had like another friend who would be willing to like wear that with me for Halloween one year. I, just I, know, so I, I was, I was going to say there are lots of uh, pictures of it on ho- for Halloween. Lots of people dress like really Michelle. It's, it's honestly just like, that's a great Halloween costume. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I love the outfits that they're wearing when they're sitting at the diner and they're flashing back to high school. And like Lisa Kudrow has that red dress on. She has like a cherry like necklace. And then like the earrings are cherry too. And then I think uh, Romy has on like a yellow top. I don't know what her bottom part is, but it's just so cool. And I love the all orange like suit that she has on that Michelle has on later with like very Versace, like those girls from like 95 in that ad. It was like uh, Claudia Schiffer and I think like Kate Moss, like all those girls. I think Naomi too. And they all had that outfit with like the Jackie O glasses and like those tweed suits is really cool. I was like, oh my god, she looks so cool. I also kind of liked um, Romy's outfit where it's like that like little like mini blue dress. And like I think she was wearing it when she was – I hope this is the same. I'm just pulling this out of my head. But it's like the dress she was wearing where she was like, I got to go. Like my shoe is filling up oh, with yeah. blood. <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah, that is a blue dress, like a halter. And she has yeah. that silver bag. Yeah, the bag very, was cool. Yeah, it looks very like 2000s. Like very like Y2K. Like all like future. You know how futuristic shit was all like silver and like yeah, blue. And chrome. Yeah, blue. It was so oh, weird. 
Honorable mention, um, Heather Mooney's dress at the end. Yes, that was not bad. That, that was not bad. I thought she looked great in it. Um, she looks great in everything in this uh, movie. I also I kind of have a crush on her. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, I love Janine Garofalo. She's so good. My favorite fashion of her ever is her in Reality Bites. Like the dresses that she wears, and she has those like really short bangs, and she carries like a lunchbox with like chunky shoes. Like she has the best fashion in that in Reality Bites. I think of any character I've seen her in, usually she's wearing all black. But at least I'm glad she doesn't have that. <laughs> this movie, it's really cool. Yeah, I just like look at Heather Mooney, and it's just like it's uncanny resemblance between <laughs> like what I wanted to be. <laughs> like what you are now you don't like how i am now you don't have like you didn't invent cigarettes and like walk around with smoking cigarettes like all i have the visual style of her but i don't know if i could be that mean i know yeah she was like can you sign my yearbook and not tell me to fuck off again i really hurt my feelings It's like I hurt your feelings oh my god i love how every time she'd walk by and she's like fuck off fuck off toby oh god oh, reminds, I, got, I got the story me. wrong earlier when we were talking about that I thought I thought oh, the cowboy, thought cowboy. That, but, no. but he had a really bad stutter and that's why he would uh-huh. never talk to her mm-hmm. I got I got Toby and the cowboy um oh yeah Toby's part. the girl the one that's the lawyer on that show yeah. that about. and yeah. she's like she's just like super happy and she's kind of like the one like you know signing everyone in have you seen can hardly wait no oh shit i did an episode on it uh with my friend not too long ago but it uh it's so good because it's it's literally like a high school movie like a high school graduation movie and it's like the last day of school and there's this massive house party at this kid's house and they're all these like high school tropes like (laughs) the jock the cheerleader the popular girls just like this but it's like that night and there's one girl in it who's trying to get everyone to sign her yearbook so like the whole party she just keeps like hopping over and annoying people and everyone's like damn bitch get a life get out of here like you're fucking annoying and the girl is melissa joan hart i don't know if you know sabrina yeah yeah that that's her she's the girl and the movie has everyone in it like everyone became massive stars like jennifer love hewitt and like i don't know fucking jason siegel's in it oh wow everyone's in it yeah seth green like it's massive but uh it was on netflix it could be on prime but it's really funny but it's like the same thing like the same high school tropes just like this like popular girls who like aren't popular after school i love how the popular girls are all wearing this like the same like easter egg like pastel colors yeah like in the dream part (laughs) she comes in they're like all just like the the suit dress uh combo yeah it's like they're all so boring i'm like oh my god and i love how the other girl is like an associate fashion editor at vogue and when they do come in in those outfits she's like actually I really like them. (laughs) look really cool and then every i love how everyone comes over to them and they're all like oh my god you guys look so great i think it's so funny and then when they fly away and everyone's like bye can i just say um uh oh my gosh why am i why am i farting on his name right now um uh, oh my gosh the the guy alan cummings character oh uh not sydney what's his fucking name sandy yeah Sandy, sandy sandy yeah um his whole character in the dream state is so funny. Nobody has the plastic surgery. <laughs> like, hello, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
yeah that's one of my favorite like the whole vibe like i love when she explains the glue like how she made how she made the glue like and then also when they're like the most improved person or like most like that's what the award is she's like vote what vote what's going on what do you mean there's a vote? Like, sorry i forgot my top <laughs> yeah she's a bra on. Uh, and she gets hit by the car and the girl's like yeah. still in the car with Billy. <laughs> like Romy didn't get out. Like check on her. She just like runs back and just gets hit by the car. And then of course he's like right there. I was like, oh my God. This is so ridiculous. It's so uh, funny. Yeah. Um, let me see. I don't have any other fashion notes, I don't think. I was gonna say, like, I think we covered most of them. Oh, I do love at the end where they're like, let's fold scarves. Okay. <laughs> and they look like they have so much fun. Their outfits there are cool, and the outfits like in the store are cool. Very much honorable mention, I'll say. Uh, if you've never seen the Clueless TV show, I know, I know, I'm not a fan of sequels and you know reimagines of classics, but it literally has like everyone in it except for fucking Alicia Silverstone. Oh, wow. So it's not. I mean, Cher is definitely iconic. The girl does not do a bad job who plays a uh, Cher, but like. The fact that Dee and Amber and actually Brittany Murphy is in like one or two episodes too. She's not Ty, but like she actually comes in. The outfits in that show are literally like they have to be done by the same woman who did Clueless and this because they're amazing. Like late 90s, like really bright, bold, like sets and everything. Amber dress is awesome. Dee dress is so cool. Like just extensions of the of the film. So uh, look it up. It's on YouTube, I think. Someone's uploaded them. So check them out before they get taken down because they're the fashion alone is worth watching. Yeah, definitely. Amazing. Yeah, you can check it out. Do you have any quotes, Lauren? Um, I don't have any quotes. Oh, wait, I want to go to music next. Oh, music. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, This is a dope soundtrack to – let me actually – I have not done my research today. This is the end of the year, people. I'm putting this up today. So if I have screenshots today, of the soundtrack. You you do? Yep. Yes. Okay, so their actual soundtracks are I'm sure they're on Spotify. So I love is a strong intro, Just a Girl by No Doubt. Strong. Strong. Very strong. Um that was probably what like geared me into loving this movie in the first place as a child. <laughs> Dude, oh there is a soundtrack. I was gonna say on Spotify, someone's made a list. So yeah, and and they have ones that like weren't on the typical soundtrack, which mm-hmm. is good. Like they like added like "Be My Lover" that was like playing in the club. Uh huh. Yeah. But th- this is honestly a solid. This was like one of the reasons. I mean, there's so many reasons to love this movie, but uh, the soundtrack is just so good. I want to say props, a- props, props to the sound uh, supervisor. Yeah, they have like Pretenders, Cindy Lauper, of course, for the dance, the amazing dance. <laughs> yeah, that's that dance is so good. Scenes. I want to learn that dance with I, someone. I know, that's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, like Banana Rama, the Go Go's, Smithereens, Smithereens, Tears for Fears, Bow Wow Wow, Culture Club, like literally everything, you know, pop in the 80s is on here. I know. I wish I went to high school in the 80s. That would have been so cool. I bet it. I bet it'd be so different. Like, I feel like um, when I was in high school, there was like a point where like, if 
if you weren't like it was like kind of almost cool to be a nerd you know oh wait so when did you i meant to ask you uh high school questions because we're talking about high school graduations when Mm -hmm. did you graduate i graduated in 2012 fuck oh my god Uh, (laughs) but technically like i i ended up just finishing high school online and getting my diploma online because I hated high school. Oh, okay. I, I, was, year, I was what Heather Mooney wished she could do. <laughs> oh my gosh. So wait, so, so at that point it wasn't like, was there not this, like, uh, did you go to like a big public school? Yeah, I went to a big public school. Um, they're not this hierarchy of like these old, you know, you see like tropes in movies where there's like the cheerleaders, the jocks, like they're the popular ones. And then there's these nerds like has it's changed because people have changed. So like, yeah, they're not that hierarchy or. There's definitely still the hierarchy, of course, but it was also like, but I mean, I also have different like viewpoints on it because like I went to like middle school and like first part of high school in a private school that was really small okay um but yeah when I was in like the big public school like it was cool if you were like in an honors program and like doing college classes like you were looked at it as like you know oh like you're progressive where I feel like maybe in the 80s still it was like oh you're a nerd yeah yeah that's true and so like so if you weren't like accomplishing a lot already in high school you're like not going to be that popular wow. where me like I was very like I just want to like I just want to draw oh well, that's cool though <laughs> and, like you know w- was not a very social person but like I do think that like the tropes the tropes are always going to be there like I'm not going to name any names, but we definitely had a Billy Christensen like in our school and he sucked. Oh, really? <laughs> like a girl that everybody, I mean a girl, a guy that everybody liked, like all the girls liked. Yeah. But it was just like, you could just see right through them where I was like, this person's just a douchebag. You know where he is now? No idea. Oh my gosh, I, <laughs> I probably find him on Facebook. Have no interest in looking that up. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. You're not even old enough to have a ten year reunion yet. I oh my god. I mean, so I was really like, what if would you go to your reunion? Well, did you go to prom or anything like that? I went to homecoming. Okay, but I didn't want to go to prom. I I just like had no interest in like socializing with the with the people because I just hated all of them yeah I didn't have a typical <laughs> high school experience so I didn't we had a prom but I it, it wasn't like a prom you would expect it was like combined I think with other schools so we had such a oh, school. I didn't go to that because I was like no it's not my vibe I went to I went to um a prom I okay so I guess I technically did go to a prom it was for the private school with one of my friends um but it was like so small. It was like maybe like twenty kids. Oh wow! So it like didn't. Yeah, it wasn't like what you feel. see in the movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I never truly got like a prom experience, but that was like the least of my concerns. Where like I feel like there are people where it's like going to prom. Yeah. It's like a monument, like yeah. the monumental time in your life. And I was like, I could not care. <laughs> yeah, Sam. I don't. I I guess it still is. I mean, I think it is. It's this is going to be another weird uh, generation of people who like didn't have that end of high school experience because they either the pandemic has hit now, mm-hmm. and or you know, and in the future, like you know, it's just going to be weird. So yeah, 
God, it's so strange. I know. It's strange to think about. Um, I said, don't get me wrong at the reunion. I love that song. Yeah, that's such a good song. Such a good one. Disc- I love the disco. I love that all of their, when they go to the clubs, it's like disco. Like, I mean, it isn't because they have Be My Lover, but it sounds like they're going to like disco places where people dress like they're in like the 70s. Because in the yeah. 90s, 70s was like a big deal. Like the 70s was like kitschy because it was just 20 years before. Like how now we think the 90s is kitschy. Because mm-hmm. well, now it's moving more into the 2000s. People are like romanticizing the 2000s because we're like 20 years out from it. Okay, so it's people. like, yeah, it's, it's, it was a mess, people. I repeat, <laughs> if I see anyone wearing what was popular in like 2002 to 2007, I will call you out. That was the worst point in fashion history that I can recall. Like if I see one of those ugly crap vests or those, uh, what are they called? Um, it's like a sweater, crop sweater that you tie. Oh. Shala something. I don't remember. I don't care. It was ugly. <laughs> the only thing, and this is kind of a hot take coming from Ooh, me, like, let's, let's like analyzing early 2000 fashion. I will say, kind of excited for low rise jeans. No, Jules, why? <laughs> Everything else can go away. No. <laughs> No. I say that now, but if I tried to put on a pair of low rise jeans, I'd probably cry. <laughs> right? I was like, uh, have you been like working out during quarantine? Maybe you have. Uh, that, I'm talking about, I was, we were just talking off air. I'm like, I'm talking about getting a spin bike. You're talking about wearing low rise jeans is the last thing I'm thinking. I need, about. I need to get a spin bike before I uh, commit to buying a pair of low rise jeans, but everything else was trash. Like those fucking velour sweatsuits. Oh, no, so bad. Uh, stupid. The stupid like low rise skirts where like you just walk yeah. and your ass shows like I know not on purpose with fucking uh, leggings that are cut off at the knees and like UGG boots. Oh. Has anyone seen the OC? There are so many like fashion yeah. tragedies, or even in that the first show. season of The Hills. <laughs> It's all so bad. It's also better Laguna Beach. It's just like all those kids on Laguna Beach, like everything the girls are wearing. No. Those long tank tops with like weird that go like over your jeans and like weird belts. Yeah, the double like you can do like double camisole, wear a dress yeah. with jeans. Yeah. I, I see that. I will call you, I will no. call you a nerd. No. And especially people in like California wearing Uggs and like short skirts. It's like, what's going on here? What's going on? Going back to music, um, one of my favorite song appearances is when they show Sandy and she blinded me with science is playing. Oh, yeah. I love that song. <laughs> that is really good. He's really funny though. I love him. I love how he just like dances with him at the end. It's really funny. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like so soft spoken. Like, so dirty. And they're like, I think he invented like some kind of rubber or something. <laughs> it's like for tennis shoes and north america like just north america um yeah you were talking about quotes let's get into quotes and favorite scenes what are some of your quotes i need some quotes because i don't know what i'm gonna name the episode i'm gonna start with my favorite all right what's your favorite so it's romy she goes swear to god sometimes i wish i was a lesbian (laughs) and then michelle goes do you want to try like to see if you are and romy says what yeah, right, Michelle. Just the idea of having sex with another woman creeps me out. <laughs> but if we're still single at 30, ask me again. 
<laughs> in the past, I have totally made that pact with friends. It's like, okay, like if like if we're still single, like when we're like 40 and like we're gonna die alone, like <laughs> I guess I'll marry you. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think I would do it. I'd much I don't think I could either. Forever. I'll just be single forever. It's way less stress. <laughs> way cheaper. Kind of, sort of. Like, it's not really cheaper, but it's less stress for sure. Oh, less stress. Don't worry um, about anybody. <laughs> let's see. Um, so what are your other ones? I don't. Ha- I have scenes. I don't have any lines. Okay, so I think this one was when Michelle was talking about Heather Mooney. And she says, for me, it's like I've just given birth to my own baby girl, except she's like a big giant girl who smokes and says shit a lot, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's so funny. Um, This is a Heather quote. She said, this dress exacerbates the genetic betrayal that is my legacy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty good. I think I might use one of those. Um, Another Romy one. This is in the beginning. Michelle asks, did you lose weight? And Remy goes, actually, I've been trying this new fat-free diet I invented. All I've had to eat for the past six days are gummy bears, jelly beans, and candy corns. <laughs> and then Michelle says, God, I wish I had your discipline. <laughs> I know. She's always eating, like, cool ranch Doritos. <laughs> and then I love it. She's like, you can. And then she takes the chip. And then she's like, it's one chip. I mean, it wasn't even a whole one. Like, it's not like I'm going to lose weight from, like, this one chip. Another quote. Um, that I, I have actually used in one point in my life was uh, um, Michelle goes, remember the prom? You got so thin by then. And then Romy says, oh, I know. I was so lucky getting mono. That was like the best diet ever. <laughs> oh, my God. I've definitely used that as when it relates to. Yeah, I did get mono my senior year of college uh, and lost some weight. And also in when I had my gallbladder out a few years ago. <laughs> I lost yeah. maybe like a hot second. And then I was like, I can eat again? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was I was so dumb. Uh it was like right when you got your gallbladder, I was like maybe like a month or two after that. And I was like, hey, you wanna go get ramen? And you're like, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can barely fucking move the middle of my stomach. Like it was so crazy. I fucking watched True Blood. That was my my rehabilitation was I was like, all right, seven, I have seven seasons of the show. So this should like keep me preoccupied for a while. And I watched True Blood and it was a, it was a wild ride that show. It's, it's you know, those were books before, right? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I remember Sookie's like, Jackhouse. <laughs> hearing about the, the books, but I never watched the show. The show is good. It's it's really campy. It's not like super serious, but it's like it's almost like a it's like it uses a lot of like erotic stuff when it comes to vampires. Like naturally. Yeah, well, yeah, naturally, but it kind of goes a bit far, but it's like in a campy way, if that makes sense. It's not like this romance tale. You know, it's not some like romance kind of series. Which oh, have you I was talking to Jai about this. Have you heard or seen that Bridgerton show that everyone's talking about on Netflix? Yeah, I feel like I'm hearing a lot about it. Like I saw it on Netflix, but I've been hearing a lot about it like on Twitter. Yeah, same. I was gonna say I haven't seen anything yet. I saw the trailer. It didn't grab me, but everyone's like talking a about piece? it. Yeah, I think so. I think it's what 1700s. I'm like so picky with period pieces, Damn. and it's honestly because like 
I get bored. Yeah, same. Like, there's a reason why I watch movies like Romeo and Michelle. Yeah, like, there, <laughs> yeah, there are a few that are kind of like, they're just too dry and too mm-hmm. slow. But I, The Great is really good. I don't know if you've seen that. It's on Hulu. It's really funny. It's like a period film, but it's a period series, but it's funny. Like, it's it's like a dramedy, I guess. Have you ever heard of the show Almost Royal? I've heard of it, but what is it? So it's it's this comedy um, show where it's like this brother and sister whose like father just recently died, I think like by like suicide or something. Mm-hmm. And so they decide that they're going to come to America, travel the entire country and like interview people. Um, and they're like, I think they're maybe like supposed to be like 50th or 60th in line for the crown. <laughs> Oh, in England? In England, yeah. Okay. And it's just so it's like it's almost like reality trash oh, TV. Okay. Is it like a like we don't it's almost like Sasha Baron Cohen, like we don't know the people he's interviewing don't know this is a joke. Yes. Like yeah. they think that like he's really doing this. And apparent yeah, I showed it to like one of our one of like my British friends and they did not find it funny. Really? Um but I, I wanted to see if Jai would think it's funny because it, I guess it, it's it like from England or is it from here? Um, it's, it's on BBC. So I think it's oh, from England. Person. Oh, wow. But like, that's, that's as close that I can get to of a period piece. And th- that's modern day. So I guess it technically wouldn't be. Oh, yeah, that's not a period <laughs> thing. I, I watched it's just the British thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, because everything British is like a period thing. <laughs> it, well, kind of is. I mean, they're like really, they're really good at it. I mean, they're good at like that kind of thing. But because obviously Americans like our period at that time is like colonial. If you yeah. in time, it's not as like outlandish and like, you know, they had all those castles and whatever. Like, we don't have that. It'd be like Westerns and like, you know, colonial times, wars and stuff. But it's not as exciting, I guess. They have just way more history to pull from. They have like, yeah, well, and years. British history is like super interesting. Like, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, they have like the Elizabeth series, you know, like that whole era. They have like, you know, they have the, yeah, the Tudors, they have like Henry VIII and all that crazy shit with all those women. Like they keep doing that. They keep doing Henry VIII and like Anne Boleyn and all that. But um, I watch like the Tudors, like that's like super drama about Henry VIII, about crazy things like that. And like Versailles is really good. That's on Netflix. I like those though, but yeah, it's so weird. Everyone's talking about this. They're like, they're just like so good. And I was like, is it a teen show? Like, is this like Riverdale? Like, what am I, <laughs> what am I watching? I think Riverdale should move to Netflix because I feel like that show needs to just be pushed to like no censors. And I feel like I would get more out of it. I feel like there are too many limitations with them being on regular TV because I like Riverdale. I actually like that show. But, um, yeah, so many like issues with what I would change. I haven't seen it, but I bet I would like it. Yeah, it's it's a good like it starts out as a pretty good mystery. Like as a just a general storytelling, like it's an it's adult, like the kids are written more adult, you know, they're not written like a, you know, juvenile. It's pretty good, but it's on TV, so they have limitations. You know, like they can't do and say everything that they would say, but it's actually not bad to have limitations. It's actually a good story. It's like Stranger Things. Like oh, okay. Things is like it's not adult, but you know, like they do get across what they need to in the story without having like a mature rating. Like that's, what's a good thing about stranger things. Like, you know, families can watch it and it still has a good, like if you have a good story and you have good actors, like, you know, you can tell the story in different ways. I just personally wish because now they're getting older in the story. So they're going to be like twenties. 
I kind of wish that, you know, they just had less restrictions, but that's because you're just, we watch so much on Netflix that has no restriction. We're like Hulu. So you're used to being like, why can they not do this? I've been curious as to like what, like now that mostly everything is on streaming sites, like how do they decide what is, you know, like what is restricted and what's not? I don't know. Well, they have certain broadcast restrictions, like the FCC, for like television broadcast, like like free TV. So like if you were to watch Riverdale, like that's free with an antenna. Like you don't pay. It's not cable. So when it's cable, they still have a restriction because they can't curse on cable TV. They can curse on like HBO, but that's another premium. That's like a premium channel that you pay for on cable. Regular cable, like Bravo, for instance. You, or like E News or whatever, they can't swear on those channels. Um, like CNN, like that's the cable channel. They think they still have restrictions for just broadcast. Now Netflix and all that, those are all private companies that you pay to have access to it, so they can set whatever restrictions they want. I don't know how they rate theirs, but they, wow, yeah, there's that's a whole other situation. And then mostly restrictions, I think, were made for movies. They were first made to like keep kids out of certain films growing up. They had to, you know, put a restriction on it. So then that's why they have like the rating system for movies so that they know who can see them and who can't before like it's before home movies. Like, yeah, it's a whole big thing. But who knows? And then they have to get actors if they make a teen show where it's like really explicit. Like they have to get actors that are over 18, I guess. Right. Like so they can play so they can play high schoolers? <laughs> like I don't know. That's, That's what I don't happened with the OC. Is that well they were all older, right? Weren't they all they were, like twenty? Oh my god, they looked like they were parents. Yeah, like, they were, like in their twenties, at least, mid twenties, and they're playing like fifteen. You know, that's something that I see so often in TV shows and movies where it's like like these actors who are in their mid twenties playing high schoolers, but the high schoolers are doing like things that just like, it's like they're supposed to be in high school, but they're doing things that like, you know, 20 year olds would be doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) They're like, they're like going to like, you know, clubs and bars and like drink, which I mean like, okay, you can do that if like you're not 21, but like just the world that they're setting up. It's like, come on girl, where's your ID? <laughs> yeah, no, to- totally. I mean, have you ever seen skins? The UK, exactly. like the UK version, not the trash they tried to do in America, <laughs> but the UK um, version they do. I mean, granted yeah. they have less restrictions in England. I think you can be 16 and do a lot of things. Like, it's not, like, here. But, I mean, they're, like, going to, like, orgies. Like, I mean, they're, like, full-on, like, oh, okay, cool. Like, like that's what they're up to. And they're probably, like, 16. They're supposed to be 16. You know, I know I um I said I would give Euphoria another shot. <sighs> um, I haven't given it another shot yet, but I'm going to. Oh, yeah, but, no like, I do think oh, that is a, like, more accurate representation of, like, of like a teenager's life as opposed to something like the OC where they're almost 40. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, they look really young in that show. I think they're like early twenties, but yeah, they're definitely doing things that you do when you're older. 
they're all like sending like fucking like the girls streaming. The one girl's like doing like a cam thing. Another, I was like, God, they're supposed to be like 15. We're yeah. like 16. And then when I hear like my sister who, you know, is like a Gen Zer be like, yeah, this is like pretty accurate. I'm That's like, oh my God. I'm a, I was a fucking nerd. Scary. <laughs> yeah. I, I would, I don't even know what I would do if I, if I had a, a child like that age and I had to like, per, like parent them. Like, they look at all the shit they're doing that they have on just TV. I was like, I remember, you know, social media, like Facebook started started to become a thing. It was like super fresh when I was, you know, like in like maybe like ninth grade. Like, oh, wow. was you know, it was already a thing, but like Facebook was like really starting to like blossom at that time. Mm-hmm. And like I was, you know, I was fighting it. I was like, I don't want this. <laughs> but uh you know, I was a nerd, I guess. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being a nerd, children. There's definitely nothing wrong with being a nerd. I had it for a while. I had it in like 04, I think. I had it when it was like only colleges. And it was like, oh, shit. yeah, I was an early adopter because it was like marketed towards like the ED. You had to have a dot .edu address. I remember in 2007, I went to this like camp in Tennessee. Really? And like. Yeah, and one of the like it's just a day college- camp. Um, it was like a overnight or a sleepaway camp. camp. I mean, yeah, it was like a sleepaway camp. Oh, okay, and cool. um, like one of the girls, she was like, "Do you have Facebook?" Like, she was a college student, and she was kind of like showing us around, and we're like, "No," and she was like, "Oh yeah, it's just like a college thing." And I was like, "Oh," and then like didn't hear about that like at all. Oh wow. <laughs> um, and then yeah, two thousand nine popped up. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, it was definitely like a thing where you just were like friends with people in your classes. Like it it wasn't like a social thing. And then it slowly evolved to like I remember when the wall thing first happened and it was like my roommate or someone would be like, Oh my god, this dude, like he wrote on my wall. Like from like cause that's how you and then you would like met then you could message people, then you could poke people, and it was like when you had crushes on people, you'd like poke them. And it was like some guy you've been at a party that I before would like you'd wake up and he'd be like, Did it not poked you? They poked me. And you're like, Who is that? Oh, it's that guy that I met at that party. Yeah, it was lame. This is before all this shit now. I mean, this was before like this is how you contacted people and you know, it's so weird to think about that it was a long time ago, but not that long ago. It's crazy to think about like life before yeah, like just being on my phone, like on social media all the time. Like when she brings out her phone at the reunion, anyone need to make I, a call? I have a phone. <laughs> I have a flip phone. <laughs> wow, post its. You must have done really well. <laughs> yeah, I have a phone. <laughs> and Ruby claims that she invented post its. <laughs> no, that fucking bitch. I can't stand her. Christine Christensen can go fuck herself. Oh my god. That's Heather Mooney was yeah right wait do you have any more uh lines um i i have a couple okay yeah give me Uh, more. so i think it wouldn't be right to um not bring this quote up in this podcast for this movie and it is the monologue that romy says at the end and she goes what the hell is your problem christy why are you always such a nasty bitch I mean, okay, so Michelle and I did make up some stupid lie. We only did it because we wanted you to treat us like human beings. 
But you know what I realized? I don't care if you like us because we don't like you. You're a bad person with an ugly heart and we don't give a fine fuck what you think. And then boom, they do the dance to Cindy Lauper. Like, it's amazing. So exactly what it's like in your head. Like when you're like, this is what's going to happen when I like tell this person off. Like, <laughs> it's going to go just like this. And you're like, when am I going to wake up? Oh, wait, I'm not. It's really happening. <laughs> That's when Romy finds her true potential. And, you know, Sandy Frank, uh, Sandy, Sandy, I think it's Sandy Frank? Frank, thank you, joins in. And like, it's just that dance is, you know, it's a representation of true friendship. It really is. I love when he asks her to dance and then she's like, can Romy dance with us too? He's <laughs> yes. like, yeah, sure. And then they all three, like all three of them were dancing together. They're probably like, damn, he's the man. <laughs> you know what it just reminds me of? Did you ever watch Sawway Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah, I haven't seen every episode though. I need to watch there's, that like from the beginning. There's another. So um, funny. <laughs> to me, it was kind of a like homage to Romy and Michelle it's always sunny has this episode where they go to the reunion and you know they have all these you know expectations and they end up doing this like crazy dance at the end and like they have this what they envision is going on and then the reality of what it actually looks like (laughs) (laughs) um but but yeah it reminded me a lot of Romy and Michelle and it's kind of nice to see uh you know, the high school reunion dance so come good. into fruition of like other shows. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so good. I love it. That's one of that was one of my favorite scenes for sure. Um, do you have any other do you have any favorite scenes? Um I have I mean definitely my favorite scene would be the dance. Yeah. Um I also I don't know why this is coming to me now, but um I really like the scene where um michelle is in the car and she's like making like funny faces at the uh at the kid (laughs) and then the parents catch her yeah and then another funny scene that i love is when they're at the diner and she's like do you have any like business specials because we're like business women (laughs) okay and then she's like business and what (laughs) and (laughs) i just can't answer it yeah but she's like Oh, damn, Michelle, we really should have thought about what kind of business we were in. <laughs> and then they're just like trying to come up with a story. <laughs> I was so out of good. paper clips. And then I really need to put this paper on top of that paper and make it smaller. <laughs> and then it just like comes up. That's great. That's exactly what we're going to say. <laughs> so funny. I also love um, the like dream sequence scene where like they're both old women and like (laughs) it's after they got in a fight and like you know michelle is married to sandy and romy's married to billy and like you see like billy's son yeah (laughs) and uh like they're like still holding on to the grudge for some reason like i find that really funny so funny she's like on her deathbed and they still don't like solve anything I'm Mary. (laughs) So funny. The glue explanation is my favorite. They're like, oh, really? Well, how can you tell us how you came up with this glue? And then she's like, 
okay and then she just goes into this whole like scientific explanation of like how to she starts using like super complicated like words so funny (laughs) it's like the best and then my and then my other favorite scene is when uh they're doing when like she's getting the car from ramon and she's like has to get the (laughs) car loan that's like one of my favorites oh ramon Oh, Ramon. Yeah, that's that's a really good scene, too. So good. I love it. I love how, like, she, like, tells Michelle, like, when she, like, shows her the car, she's like, yeah, like, I gave everybody, like, in the place a hand job. And she's like, okay. And she's like, wait a second. Romy, like, did you actually believe me that I did that? Like, <laughs> why would you think that? <laughs> so funny. I love it. It's such a great movie. I love the way it ends, how they're like, maybe we can pay back Sandy. And they're like, no, I think it's going to take like two more years to do that. So it's so cool that he loaned the money. And then they, yeah. got, their, they got their little shop. It was so cute. Yeah, Sandy's a sweetheart. I know. I was like, oh, it's so cool. I love how they leave in the helicopter and everyone's just like <laughs> waving like, bye. <laughs> they're like, this is awesome. And I think like heaven is a place on earth is playing yeah. in the background. And Chrissy's like screaming like, Billy, where are you? And he's like at the in the hotel room because she told him like to go in and like strip and like wash your fucking face as you're vomiting in the bushes. You garbage person i guess we he'll know what it's like to feel like to wait laughing <laughs> so good so fun i love this movie thank you for uh inviting me to do this one yeah, with you. Man, this is so so fun i'm excited to drop these like super quick and fast i'm gonna drop Yay. them both today and uh yeah it's new year's i hope everyone's out there being safe and wearing a fucking mask if you're gonna go outside and uh yeah that's wear a mask and you know also don't feel the need to make a new year's resolution this year oh yeah no fuck that take a day by day man yeah we don't have to worry about what we're doing next year the only thing i'm worrying about is what movies and possibly tv shows we're gonna cover in the new year so the idea let us know what you want to hear yeah let us know and uh follow on fashion grunge pod on instagram jules does the intro music and she's gonna do a new one soon yeah we need a new one for the new year i think oh yeah totally we do so uh so yeah uh you're, where are you on instagram oh i am at uh i'm denmate you can find me on Instagram and Twitter and Spotify and Spotify. <laughs> it's in the it's in the description. So <laughs> yeah, check it out and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys in the new year. Awesome, thank you. Bye.